everyone, welcome back to Culture Plus Kingdom and Entrepreneurship Podcast. Um, I am your host, Tamara. For those of you who don't know, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your host for the podcast. And you are actually checking out season two. With the first episode of season two, this is episode 15. So today I want to talk about strategy. That's why I decided to title this episode, Dream, Pray, and Conquer. Generally, when you have a dream, you pray about your dreams or just one dream, if it's just one dream. Then you ask God for guidance, strategy, and wisdom for you to conquer those dreams. So what happens when you do these things and you still don't see the results you desire? You keep going. You keep asking God for the guidance, wisdom, and strategy. And I wanted to talk about this today because this has been going on with me for a while. That's almost why I haven't been um, on the podcast. You know, I took that long break because I was just going through some things and feeling overwhelmed and burnt out in different areas in my life, mainly on my business and trying to figure out different things because now I'm trying to do um, things with strategy in mind, with the strategy that God's giving me. So let's back up to the beginning. So for those of you who don't know, um, I have a small business. I own a curated online women's boutique called Fashion Hangers Boutique. I have been in business for two years and it has been a struggle for me. I launched um, online in July 2017. Then I opened a small cart in the mall in my area, um, in May, 2018, I only lasted in the mall for three months. I wasn't making any money. My lease fee was $400 a month, which is cheap for a cart rental in any mall, because a lot of malls that are called that I really wanted to get into at the time, their fees were up in the thousands. And that was just for a cart, not even a kiosk. I had like a small cart and this was the cheapest leasing fee that I could find. And I couldn't even make that because I wasn't making any sales, which was crushing. You know, you think when you when you jump out here a lot of times and you're visible is easy, you know. And I made the first month. I made my. I made uh the first month leasing fee, um. But that was the only time I made it since I've been there. I wasn't making it, you know. After that. Um, I wasn't making a lot of money to buy inventory and just cover cover other expenses like far as marketing and different things like that. So my husband was was he was taking care of all of our personal bills and home bills and living expenses and also paying the cart fee. It was stress stressful for us and it was unfair to my husband. You know, I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't sell anything. Before I decided to open this mall cart, I'd done a lot of pop-ups and, you know, I made out pretty good, you know. Um, So I was thinking, like, if I can go out to a pop-up shop for one Saturday and I'm making $700, you know, almost $700 in one day, then imagine what I can do if I'm visible in a space for seven days a week because you have to be open seven days a week when you're inside the mall. You know, so I was like, I could really make this thing work. You know, I could really rack up. I could really get my brand uh, more visible. And, you know, I just had all these ideas. You know, I was like, I could really win. So 
it just didn't turn out, you know. I felt like it was a losing battle. I also still had my online store at the time. You know, I never let that go. So I still have, I still had that at the time. And um, that wasn't bringing in any sales either because I really was trying to bank on just being visible, bringing in most of the money because that's where I thought my strong suit was. Um, So... I got there what I said in May 2018. So um, I left the mall in August 2018. So I was officially online and doing pop-up shops only September 2018. So when I left the mall, I was sad. I felt like I failed. I couldn't keep up, you know, with a $400 leasing fee. I was just so down on myself and my business. You know, I just couldn't grasp the fact that I couldn't swing that. You know, I think that it really beat me up inside and, you know, it it just sucked for me. Like it was just so emotional and I just, I, I couldn't, you know, get past that. You know, I could remember telling a friend of mine that I would literally die if I had to get a job again. I mean, I just thought this was just everything. Having this car in the mall was just like, everything. If I couldn't be there every day, you know, not making any money, just sitting there from 10 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. because I couldn't afford to hire anybody, you know, so I was there every day until a little bit at the end, you know, my husband and my mom had alternated days for me, but it was just me, you know, and I just couldn't see that I was losing already just staying there, being there, not making any money for all those hours every day. But I still had in my mind, you know, that by me leaving, I was also, you know, losing instead of winning something and eventually gaining something else in the process. So I just was so dramatic. You know, I remember telling my friend that and I'm like, you know, I just thought it was the end all be all. She probably thought I was crazy, but, you know, she never said anything to me about it. Okay, so at this time, I couldn't do anything but. Um, seek God's guidance and wisdom because nothing that anyone could say to me could get me out of that funk that I was in. You know, even though some people might listen to this and think like, oh, I didn't know that you were like so down on yourself, you know, but I really was. And no one could really get me out of that, you know, except for me trying to seek God's guidance and his words because I didn't understand why I wasn't working out for me, you know. But once I really started to think about everything I've done, I realized the main problem was I didn't wait for God's approval. You know, I prayed and then I, but I still had it in my mind that that's what I was going to do. I didn't really sit and think and pray and wait and be still and wait to hear a sign from God, to see a sign because God speaks to you in many different ways, you know? So I didn't wait for anything. I just already knew this is what I I wanted to do. And I was going to do that. And, you know, just like the saying goes, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And basically, I know he laughed at me for a while because I just had it all planned out. I just knew it all. Everything was going to work out. I was going to pop up there and it was just going to be like everything. I was going to shut them all down. You know, this is my mind. This is what I, you know, was thinking. And I really, until I really started to talk to God more you know, read his word and try to understand everything. It was one, it was then that I realized I wasn't ready to jump out and be a full-time entrepreneur yet. 
I didn't have the customer base. I didn't have any money saved. I just wanted to jump. You know, I've always been a risk taker. I still am. You know, I I am just different from a lot of people that I know. I'm different from a lot of people in my family. You know, I just I just am me. You know, and a lot of times some people don't understand just what I have going on on my mind, on my train of thought. You know, a lot of people don't. They just think sometimes, you know, it's just all over the place. But that's just me. You know, it's always been me. And I can admit a lot of times I don't think things through. I just go for it, you know, and that's a good quality and it's also a bad quality to have. But, you know, that's something that I can honestly say that I struggle with sometimes, you know. So, okay, I should have waited to hear from God. It would have saved me a lot of stress. It would have kept me, you know, grinding a little bit more, just keeping um, the job that I had because I was just working in retail. Like I wasn't, you know, I don't have that story where I left a a big corporate job, you know. um, The best job I ever had was when I was a flight attendant, you know, and I did that for almost 10 years and that was an awesome job. You know, I made decent money. I got to meet decent people. It was awesome, but it just wasn't my calling, you know, and I wanted more for my life. So I was able to leave that and, and, and go back to school. And, you know, my husband was able to handle things. So I'm very grateful for that. But after I left being a flight attendant, yeah, I just had little part-time jobs here and there, you know, and at this time before I left, before I left to go to the mall full time, I was working in retail. So I just really didn't feel like, you know, I really had something to stay for. I was like, oh, I'm just working a retail job. You know, I can just bounce out and go to the mall and it was going to be okay. So I just, you know, and when I say I should have kept grinding a little bit more. I should have probably stayed there, saved up more money so that I can be financially prepared for when those roadblocks came up and I wasn't prepared because I didn't have anything to hold me down. You know, I I just thought that I was going to make all these sales and everything was going to work out. So I had no strategy, you know, I was just going for it, but not thinking it through. I was just winging it. And um, don't get me wrong. A lot of entrepreneurs, you know, jump out there and, and and just make it happen, you know, and they figure out, figure it out as they go. And, you know, they wing it without a plan and they be fine. But what I realized for me, that's not me. That's not the entrepreneur that I am. I have to come up with a plan and a strategy because if I don't, I'll be all over the place because my mind is like so creative and I love so many different things that I try to incorporate everything into one business or one thing. And then I realize that I'm all over the place, you know, so I definitely have to have a plan and a strategy. And that's just what, you know, I realize. So uh, hmm, I'm just trying to focus on my notes so I won't get off track. So these are the things that I just came to realize. And, you know, like a whole year and a half later, that's when I basically realized this, you know, that I can't do this on my own. So, you know, I pray for an idea. And then I wait and seek God's guidance, you know, and like I said, God talks to everyone differently. You know, it could be just like, for instance, I could be, um, you know, I could be asking for things and then I'll get confirmation and the littlest thing, you know, you know, that's how it happens. Like, for instance, I just decided to create a small monthly budget for 
um, Facebook and Instagram ads for my business. And what I did first was I just created a little small one, you know, three small Facebook ads. And they were like, you know, $5, $6 or whatever. And I just tried out different, you know, um, different, uh, what do you call them? Demographics, um, you know, different people to target, um, different pictures, different slogans, just different things that I, you know, to try to break it up and make it different, but also try to attract customers to my business. So I, you know, prayed about it every day and was just praying about it, praying about it, praying about it. But I wasn't really seeing any results. Then one of the ones I did, I seen, you know, a little bit of results. So then the next one I did, I seen it was like I started to get more likes on my Facebook business page. And, you know, I started to really say, okay, this is this is what I needed. This is the the confirmation from God. You know, okay, go, you know, go with this, try this. So that's what I'm doing now. So that's what I mean about confirmation from God. You get it in different ways and you can feel it and, and you'll know when it's confirmation. You'll know when it works out. Um, you know, and so I just decided that I wanted God to be the CEO of my business. I want to him to make all the decisions because I really can't do it on my own. And I don't really know, you know, and I want to always work in his purpose. So that's why I always now pray for things. And I just wait for confirmation, no matter how long it takes, you know, because I, you know, you still feel a certain way when you, when you think that you're doing things the right way and it's not working out, you know, um, you get discouraged. We all do. I do. You know, I, I tell people all the time that I'm close to that. I talk to my business about that. I'm still in my waiting season. And I feel like I've been here since I started my business and I am, you know, but I'm starting to get more comfortable with it because I know that it's all going to work out in the end. And I know my promise is greater than all of this struggle and, and things that I'm going through, you know, so I'm starting to understand it more than I did at first. So just like Hebrews 6.15 says, so after waiting patiently, Abraham obtained the promise. And for those of you who are not familiar with what God promised Abraham or the story of Abraham, it can be found in the book of Genesis. But he promised to make Abraham a great nation. He promised to make Abraham's name great, you know, and it took many years for this to happen, you know, and many uh things for Abraham, you know, to do and to achieve before this happened. But he was faithful and just dedicated and kept going. And just to sum this all up, I just say for all of my entrepreneurs out here, all of my creatives, or just anyone who wants to achieve something, you know, pray for guidance, wisdom, and strategy to be able to conquer everything that you want, all your dreams and your goals. I believe for all of us who have faith and practice faith, that we can't make it out here just by ourselves, you know, um, in these entrepreneurial streets without him, you know, in these streets of your creative, in these streets if you're trying to achieve, you know, um, different degrees and different milestones, if you're trying to you know, be the CEO of a company or whatever, you know, you can't make it out here with some type of faith and guidance. And I just wanted to come on to do that, um, you, this quick podcast, just to let you guys know that that's been on my heart for a while. And um, I want to do a series on this. So 
I'm going to come back next week and we're going to talk about um, negative self-talk and how that can really destroy you and your mindset and, um, you know, everything that you're trying to achieve if you can't speak positivity and, you know, good talk over yourself. If you can't speak life and positivity over yourself or over anything that you're trying to achieve, then it's going to die before it even hits the air. So I really miss talking to you guys and we'll be back um, again next week for another solo episode. But guys, before you go, do not forget to follow me um, on IG at Culture Kingdom Podcast. But until next time, guys, stay encouraged, stay blessed, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.